Hi, welcome to the Eyes of the Beholder, where we like to eat Hot Pockets and be generally unhealthy. I don't know where that one came from. Well, it's We don't really get them. (laughs) I haven't had a a hot... Jesus, I haven't had a Hot Pocket in months. I don't think I've ever had pizza rolls. Does that count? Don't have them here either. Pizza rolls. Oh my goodness. That's that's closer. That's that's closer than what I've been getting to. Anyways, (laughs) Uh, anonymous asks, "What is the hardest thing for you to draw from Instagram?" Not what is the hardest thing to draw from Instagram, but anonymous from Instagram. It's, you, you got it. It's okay. So what is what is the hardest thing for us to draw? Uh, animals. Probably. Animals. Or just backgrounds and buildings, which is super good for someone who has a comic that's set in a city. <laughs> oh, gosh. Have fun. <laughs> it's gonna... I mean, I'm, I'm getting there, but you know. I'm just gonna pat you on the back and you know wish you wish you luck as I watch you walk into your own demise. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, backgrounds and uh, feet and hands. But hands, hands for me. Feet are like cursed hands, so you know <laughs> extra work. I. Well, that is one way to describe feet. <laughs> cursed hands. My brother says my toes look like fingers, and I refuse to believe it, but he says it's true, so... Cursed hands. Cursed hands. Sticking with it. Okay, well, that's fair enough. I think... I don't know. We've all we've all got something that... That is more difficult for us to, to... To draw. I think everyone's got, like, that weak spot. It's just... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Anonymous from Instagram asks, Would you ever consider having more listener interactive stuff later down the line? Stuff like maybe using fan art for episode icons or holding a podcast icon design contest. I mean, yes. We've got a a lovely podcast here. Uh, Since since I usually ask the questions, I try not to be the first one to answer. Because I don't want to just drown out other people. But <laughs> this is what episode three, yeah, the dead air episode. <laughs> it's twenty minutes of silence. Yeah, that's that's All the whole episode that of one silence. Kid in class where the teacher's like, "Who's here?" I want and you don't answer. I want somebody to eventually ask us, like, how how do we how do I make a good podcast, and then we can answer them with, okay. I don't okay. fucking know. <laughs> if you figure it out, yeah. <laughs> if you figure it out, please. Please do tell. Um, anyways, the restating... Have their, yeah, they've got their shit their together. Coming out. Well, they've got their book coming out teaching you how to make a podcast. We can oh, yeah. read that. We can, maybe, yep. maybe we'll get better. <laughs> uh, rereading the question uh, somebody, or sorry, Anonymous from Instagram asked, would you ever consider having more listener interactive stuff later down the line stuff like maybe using fan art for episode icons or holding a podcast icon design contest and I think my answer for that is just yes, and we have been talking about it we have been yeah, talking about stuff like that stuff. yeah, it's the ideas are cool I do like that uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with with Bandit. I think we should 
handle that. I feel like it's like one of those things, like I remember like early on like Instagram, you'd have like 10 followers and you'd be like, cool, I'm going to do like a contest and no one enters and you're like, oh. <laughs> it's, once you've got like people's attention a little bit more. I think, I think it also like structure wise for somebody listening back to this, like a lot later when we have a bigger catalog, I think it'll, it'll flow a lot nicer if we just handle that stuff later down the line rather than immediately hopping into it. It's very easy for us to be like, here's our plans for this. And it's like, dude, it's episode three. Yeah. Like, even just like, you can still hear that it's like a weird kind of almost awkwardness when we're talking A little bit. So like, yeah. We know we're being listened to. Which is the unfortunate thing. (laughs) People have to hear me and perceive me. Someone, (sighs) someone out there. Is watching, judging, always watching, always judging. Don't like that. <laughs> you don't like that. Uh, anyways, good stuff. Uh, Anonymous asks, and I'm going to point you to Bandit for this one, says, advice oh. uh, for starting to write a comic. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like... You can go into like the whole kind of the specifics of like how to actually make a comic in terms of like the visuals and the writing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Realistically, I just feel like if you've got an idea, even if it's like, oh, I've got this idea for a character who does crime, like, and if you build a story around that, once you start enjoying it, and you can start like shooting stories off for it, then you can start writing stuff. Because I mean, I've had the idea for the comic that I've, that I'm in the process of writing for years. Like, I'm talking from early high school, so like from when I was like 11 and now I'm 26. Mm-hmm. So like, your ideas will evolve and change all the time. So like when you start feeling like you've got something solid that you enjoy working on, then you can start thinking about actually making it into, you know, a comic or whatever. For you sure. Never know, down the line, you might decide, oh, this would work better as a novel. This would work better as like a game. This would work better as something else. I don't know. I don't ingest that much media, obviously, to be able to come up with something else. But <laughs> I just. I feel like in terms of coming up for the idea for a comic is not to get too hung up on the fact that it's going to be a comic yet. I mean, that's to me, I mean, other people might disagree with stuff, but like the specifics of making comics is I would advise going to find materials from people who actually know what they're doing. So, you know, like actual industry professionals and stuff. Or, you know, people who are very successful doing it online, because obviously they know some. Yeah. It's, uh... I I think I'm... And there's a reason why I threw that over to you. Uh, I think... (sighs) Me and Holly, I believe, have done some stuff with comics, right? Yeah. I'm making one, but I know that it's going to take a while, so I'm not even going (laughs) to try right now. Like, you got you got to learn panel composition. You got to learn character stuff, development. Yeah. There's a lot. So, just whenever you think you're ready, it's, put it out there. Man. I, I think I think the best advice I can give is 
it is a giant undertaking, extremely okay. large undertaking, and mm-hmm. if it's something that you really, really want to do with your life, then my best suggestion is, uh, you know, coming to us in the podcast is great and all, but um, getting getting help online, like looking up that kind of stuff, uh, it, it's great. It's a great thing to do. There's boundless information online. So the things I guess that I would I would point you in the direction of are panel composition is extremely important, highly underrated. Panel composition, uh, looking into how to developing your characters well, and uh, just generally figuring out what your style is. Yeah, Writing I'd suggest. Too. I'd suggest starting with mini comics. Yeah. Like the f- quick four panel or quick like few page comics. Try starting with those and then move into your larger ideas. That's that's my suggestion. Because well, doing the smaller comics helps you get the idea of how it's going to go down in your head as well as yeah. it gives you time to practice with panel composition, see what works and what doesn't and all of that fun stuff. Yeah, what I do um, for like ideas and stuff which would work for mini comics is um, I assume other types of phone have it but I've got an iPhone so it's got the notes app mm. um, and if I have like dumb ideas for like joke stuff that probably won't make into the comic um, <laughs> like I note them down in there and like I've posted a couple on I don't think I've ever done it on my main but like my other account um, and like those would fit <laughs> as comics and it lets you kind of exercise sometimes something that you maybe wouldn't do in a story. So like particular like things like comedy and stuff. It yeah. lets me kind of stretch that before even attempting to put it into an actual piece of work. And they're real fun um, too. It's real fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you know you were wanting to look at um, classes and stuff for the uh, things like paneling and everything. I haven't looked. Storyboarding is a I really imagine, good thing to look up. Yeah, I imagine a good place to look. Probably YouTube, but probably Skillshare have probably got quite a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know because I'm not fucking paying for it. I'm sorry, boys, I've just ruined the potential <laughs> of a Skillshare, Skillshare sponsorship down the line. <laughs> Skillshare worry, sponsor us as long as I get my ass kicked off the podcast. Um, <laughs> I have... I have seen people like, talk we really about how want. useful those classes are. So, I mean, there's obviously... I've heard people who aren't being paid by Skillshare to say that Skillshare's good, that yeah. it's good. So, I mean... There's there's I mean, bound to be something there, yeah. Just know, know where your resources are. And the internet is a boundless source of information. Know what you're looking for. So I think we tried pointing you in some good directions. And see what you can find. Uh, if you don't have money for like something like Skillshare, then once again, like YouTube exists, and I'm certain if you go digging around enough, you will find great information on there. Mm-hmm. I think that you know the most important part, at least for me, for creating the idea of a comic is to have kind of stronger foundation in your characters and the world that they're living in, because you know your panel composition can be you know A plus but your story and your characters could be super flat, so it yeah. still doesn't make it. It's got to be well-rounded. So, you know. Yeah. I think that's good to learn how to write good characters, obviously. Come on. 
<laughs> I think <laughs> in terms of writing a comic, uh, it's just as much about the actual art you're doing, if not even more so about writing. Writing and understanding that kind of stuff is extremely important. Because it's no longer yeah. just something you're looking at, it's a narrative. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why people have gone looking for a comic instead of just a novel. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously the visual element of it. So it's important. I'm just saying I think that in order for somebody to stay with your comic, yeah, your art yeah, can I mean, be great. Course, You've got to have the art some can be good... Great, but the sto- yeah. if the story's flat, people aren't going to stay particularly well. There you go. Unless, you know, your art is incredible. But <laughs> yeah. they're more likely to just go and follow you online somewhere. Yeah. But, you know, that's how the internet would be. Oh. Anyways, I think I think that was I think that was some good advice. Um Anonymous asks, uh, what are some of your interests outside of art? Uh, I've only followed Bandit before the podcast, so it'd be nice to get a feel for everyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh I play games. I'm actually admittedly currently playing Animal Crossing while we're recording this. I um Hi, I'm Polywam. You don't know me. Now you do. I play I play games. I uh for my job, I'm working on a game, so that's just more so art, I guess, cuz that's <laughs> what I'm doing. Um I read books. I read comics. I ingest media. I like cooking. That's <laughs> I don't know been on this weird kick of watching a bunch of VTubers lately, so you know, do, doing whatever. I don't know what that is. Vlogtubers? Uh, oh god. Uh, oh good, neither of us know what this is. I feel less stupid. It's, v, it's VTubers and I don't think that this is the place for me to explain that. Okay, I've got oh. my laptop open, I'll giggle myself. Okay. <laughs> Please no. Okay. It's uh, nothing, it's nothing like, like NSFW, you. it's all safe. Oh okay. <laughs> well, that's good. I, just, I have never oh, heard of that. Okay, I've seen I've seen one of them. There's a a, a channel that has like a, an anime girl that does like games and stuff that I've seen before. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Okay. Most of them are Japanese, so I have to watch translations while I'm learning Japanese. But they honestly help just watching their streams like unsubbed, so I can just every once in a while I'll hear some words that I understand. And it's it's helping me ingrain that because I'm learning Japanese at the same time. That's cool. It's nice. I like to um, hike and camp and swim and watch TV and listen to music and sing and literally anything I can get my hands on because I like to do things a lot. I don't like to sit still. <laughs> but mostly I like to do art and listen to music. Music is is a good oh, one. I play video games, obviously. I think all of us have that. I in like to play video games. Who doesn't play games nowadays? I would like to specify yeah. that I actually do other stuff except from games, since it was the only thing I said. <laughs> I won't it's believe it. Other things. I, I won't believe it. But I do other things. About. But I spend I spend a lot of time doing like stuff for work. So yeah, uh, which is unfortunately within the education sector. So. Oh my gosh. I've been babysitting for a while, and I'm tired of it. I want to work at a library, please. God, I would love to work in a library, but unfortunately I chose to be a high school teacher. Unfortunately. Uh, 
High school, no. Fun. High school art or high school... High what? school geography, baby. Oh well, my god. It's geography, that? sociology, and politics. <laughs> <sighs> we, we did, we did talk about this before, but I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast yet. Just imagine me turning up and starting to teach you stuff about politics. Because <laughs> that's my job, babes. No, um, I mean, obviously recently with the pandemic, a lot of stuff's been online and a lot of my classes I don't actually make resources for because a lot of it is just interactive within person. So that's yeah. Cool. Yeah, I remember you talking about how that was not going well. I've been real it's tired. Being really difficult, yeah. I feel I feel bad. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's fine. <laughs> you know. Anonymous from Instagram asks do you have any recommendations for stuff to put on while I draw? I'm interested in anything. Movies, music, YouTube, podcasts, anything. Uh, I listen to stuff like the Magnus Archives and Archive 81 and other podcasts that I don't remember the name of. Any uh, of the McElroy podcasts? Those are good. Uh, yeah. My brother, I my brother, walk and me. While I'm listening to them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, good. I make uh, playlists for characters and stuff that I'll be drawing. So depending on how heavy. Oh, I know a lot of people a certain do that. Character, I will listen to that play- playlist, which unfortunately means that the playlist for Rook is very big. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. MCR, nothing but MCR. I oh, no. don't think he has Poor MCR Rook. in there, which is an affront. An affront, incredibly. <laughs> um, I like the uh, the No Sleep podcast, because um, I don't sleep sometimes, you know? You feel me? So listen to the No Sleep podcast if you like horror. Or it's not like horror. It's like, um... What... What'd you call it? Non gory. Well, okay, it's gory. Um, it's just eerie. All right, it's not like super scary. It's just right. like a chill, eerie vibe you can listen to for hours on end, and then maybe get a little bit jumpy at the end. I think it's fun. And small town murder. Small town murder is absolutely hilarious. Uh, not because of the victims, but because the, <laughs> the murderers and the law enforcement are like, bruh, how did you mess this up? <laughs> I love uh, that. If you're if you're dumb like me and you're deciding that you want to learn uh, Japanese, then VTubers are great just to have on in the background because your brain will be listening to what's going on while you're drawing. Or if you're learning any other language for that matter, just put something on that is in that language, and it can probably help. It's it's nice to get that practice in. Um, other than that, uh, if you are interested in VTubers, but you are not interested at all in learning the language, then I highly suggest you do not put them on while you are drawing, because everything else will fade into the background as you keep looking up to see what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> it's like watching an Anything anime, with subs, yeah. with only the subtitles, yeah. Anything with subs is, is terrible while you're, <laughs> while you're drawing. 
Cause, oh, yeah. So, in terms of, like, while drawing, that's where podcasts are great and, uh, like, music is great. It's because you're... It's just something to occupy the audible side of your brain to keep you engaged as you're sitting down and drawing for hours on end. Yeah. Alright, this is gonna be maybe, like, controversial because I know people, um... Uh-oh. People get freaked out about it. It's not actually controversial. It's, like, people are weirded out about it. I like ASMR, okay? Oh, uh, it helps me... Oh, it helps me chill out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to... I'm gonna have to go with Bandit on this one. It, it gets my brain, videos. like... killing. Do you know those videos of, like, people eating? Uh, oh my gosh, no, I hate those. I, I hate those. I hate eating sounds. So I have misophonia. There was at one point when um, me and uh, my friend Pekoshi were FaceTiming at some point, and as she knows that I fucking hate these sounds as well. Uh-oh. And there's a joke, she's one of those videos, and they are all over my explore feed now. <laughs> no! I can't Just, get rid of them. Oh my I'm god. I'm that this happened like a year ago, and I cannot get rid of these videos. <laughs> They'll never leave. I no, swear to you. Okay. YouTube, YouTube just—it knows you too it well. Leave. It knows you better than you know yourself. What? They don't want that. <laughs> or do they secretly want? It? You secretly wanted it. YouTube knows you better than you know itself. Did you know every copy of YouTube is personalized? Uh. That's a. Never mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh. Anonymous asks, is night or day better for drawing? Wherever you're most active. Yeah. It's different for everyone. Try both. See which one works better for you. Which one... Yeah, wherever your mind is better. Maybe you don't even have a night or day being better or worse. Maybe it depends on different circumstances. It's very personal. So... I don't know what's going on with the connection because I temporarily disconnected during that last question and now Holly's gone. What? <laughs> Holly's gone. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, she's back now. Yeah, my, my thing. It doesn't make any, any sounds for me. Yeah, so I disconnected during the middle of that last question. I came back to like the end of whatever oh. you two were talking about. <laughs> I just and I didn't hear any of it. That's awesome. We're so scuffed. <laughs> I got. I heard. I heard no problems on my side. Nothing. No problems. Everything was fine. I completely left the call, but I was still in it, and I couldn't leave it. Like again. Oh. But I, I'm back now. Welcome so back. Happened to me too. Like <laughs> I got yeeted back in. I, I mean, I think. I think the question that popped up, we did answer correctly, and well. What what, what was the question? Uh, is night or day better for drawing? And we kind of just came to the conclusion that it was it was a personal thing, and that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah. your brain yeah. goes burr, as the the kids would say nowadays. <laughs> you're I mean, so if, hip. If you're someone, if you're someone <laughs> who wants to have like a normal sleeping pattern, I would advise during the day. Yeah. If you're someone like me or Holly who is a sleep challenged sleep challenged just yeah. whenever you can get motivation on this yeah bro i'm on that clone open now i got a good sleep schedule for two seconds nice and then so... i picked up i've got a new, med- a new medication <laughs> script coming and boy am i wait i cannot wait to catch this uh h s r v s y on instagram asks Hello. 
Yeah, hello. <laughs> I don't asked, know why I said hello to only you, but hello. Hi. How did you <laughs> learn to shade? Shading is my weakest part, and I would love to improve. Um, personally, uh, shading, I just refused to do until I took a middle school art class that taught me how to shade. <laughs> Which isn't really the most helpful thing to say. Go back to middle school, take an art class, you know? <laughs> Just chill out with it. Um, but in all seriousness, look at how other people shade. And watching watching speed paints helps. Uh, it just, honestly... Trial and error, baby. That's the the way I that I learned it is just by putting a light next to a pumpkin. And then drawing that pumpkin with the light on different angles of it. So I would draw that pumpkin all the time with a bunch of different light on it, and it helped me understand how light works in a 2D setting. Okay, that helped see, you're me. big brain. I just cell shaded until I learned how not to. Cell oh, great. I love cell shading, but, like... but I never did it when I started. <laughs> I started out normally, and then I moved to cell shading when I felt more I comfortable with it. I only shaded um, about 15,000 pictures of Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> From uh, Phineas and Ferb. And, <laughs> no, um, I thought you were talking about the other other Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I learned how to shade uh, Sonic the Hedgehog comics and um, redrawing Transformers animated and Phineas and Ferb. There you go. Trial and error. <laughs> Not the best way. I wouldn't recommend it, but if it happens, it happens. You just you learn you learn how to do stuff by by practice. Yeah. So, bandit. In terms of um, stuff, I don't like drawing attention to like which questions are the ones that I got. Despite I'm pretty sure I've done it in every episode so far. Yep. But this was a question that I got, and I actually answered them directly because I was worried how long it would take for us to get to this question. And it did. It sure um, did. Take its time. It's sweet old time. <laughs> I, it depends what you're looking for in your image you know if you're looking for shading that's similar to you know like a cartoon with you know like cell shading and stuff then you know look towards cell shading and stuff if you're wanting to look at stuff like you want it to look soft or like blended look to someone who does that because fuck if I, I can't tell you how to do it because I don't know I can't do it um, <laughs> but um, the way that I learned to do it was looking at um, so because like obviously I'm drawing essentially a cartoon character so you could argue that oh I could put shadows anywhere because you know it's a cartoon character it doesn't have to be real no um, I tried to or I've you can find references all over the internet for how light hits the face in different angles and mm -hmm. whatever intensity of the light and I started trying to use that to kind of show where the shading was going to go in terms of stuff like colour I just kind of again like shade with a slightly darker colour than the problem with colouring yeah. yeah if you're lazy like me right you now. just you just bang on a multiply layer. There you go. Blue or a purple. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I, I use a dark unless blue normally. Doing, unless you're doing traditional, but unfortunately you're fucked. 
<laughs> Good luck. No, I just I just use uh so I think I've got the I think I know I've got the um Ohuhu brush markers. I mm. usually use I think it's called Mauve Shadow. I think it's it's one of the purple it's really one of the really hey. light purples. I use that. A, I've got that in Copic too. Drop like a universal shading color. I use that too. Hell yeah. It's yeah, the shading color, baby. There you go. That's what I use. I haven't done traditional art in so long. It I'm feels shading all I do right I'm now, and I still can't tell you how I'm doing it. I have to do digital for, for work, so don't really get a chance to move away from that too often. Anyways. I should be practicing for the comic, but I'm not. <laughs> I feel that. Um, oh I forgot to put a bleed paper underneath the drawing I'm doing and blood on the other page. I feel, yeah. I feel for you. It's all right. <laughs> um, Anonymous asks how to deal with art block. Okay. How? Uh, I think I think, just. It depends on what art block is for. Like, if I get art block while I'm working, I have to push through it. Um, and a lot of the times what helps me with that is that since it is for my job, I have a very specific, like... There's definitely a ton of stuff in my job where I need to start coming up with shit. And if I have art block, like, that might not be as helpful. So usually what I'll end up doing is uh, I'll do some stuff that the idea side of things is already down and all that needs to happen is that it needs to be put into a drawing form. So art block, like when you have to do art is just as simple as do the shit that like, it's very spelled out where basically all you need to do at that point is just do it, you know? Absolutely. And then if you get art block and it's not like your job or anything, then fucking... Who cares? Don't draw. <laughs> if you have art block, don't draw. <laughs> like, it's fine. Watch a movie, play a game. Yeah. Look at pictures. I go to Pinterest if I've got real bad art block, but I still want to draw because I feel that. Yeah, you know, and then you, you can get... bad art block, but you, you, like, have the motivation, but you can't do it with your hands. I just go to Pinterest and I'll be like, whoa, look at this neon light. I think I want to do that, and then I'll yeah. just try it. Look, look on, so look on Twitter artists... Just see what, what see what people are doing, and then if if you find something that you like, like maybe try applying some of those ideas to your own shit, and just have fun with it. Yeah, and also if the art block is making you too depressed, because I know that happens a lot. Really, just take a break. Yeah, go, take a few there days you for yourself. A few days, not a few hours. A few days for just sure. Chill. The ideas will come. You don't have to panic about it. You're not going to be in it forever, and it'll be all right. Yeah. Try and sketch something every day, and if it doesn't work out, you go play a video game or go outside and uh, I don't know, sit in the sun. <laughs> just just make sure not to be too hard on yourself if you can't generate an idea, because that's what I've been doing for a while. And once I stopped doing that, I got a whole lot happier with uh, what I was producing. Yeah, I mean, I had a point that's gone out of my head of. I've still got another point anyway. Um, oh no, I remember now. <laughs> the <laughs> I think that there's this like kind of strange mentality with um, 
posting stuff online and unfortunately deviant art watch out because i'm coming for you again um <laughs> which the like kind of in sort of like early days of or say early days but like the kind of when deviant art was the be all and end all of posting art online is there's that kind of weird almost culture of if you're not producing then you're failing as an artist which oh god you know even if you are doing it as your job you still have to have that kind of balance of you're not drawing like you don't have to do it 24 7 yeah um, yeah but you know like obviously for it to be part of your job that's it's a unique situation if you're talking about it as just a hobby i mean you guys are right that you know if if nothing's going right and it's frustrating you just step away for a bit like it might not feel right but but um for cases if you just you want to draw but you don't have any ideas and um, there's a couple of drawn prompts lists by um salison on tumblr if you just search up into google drawn prompts interactions i think there's interactions actions and there's something else and it's two really really long lists i think there's 100 prompts in both of them and um, sometimes i'll just put them through like a random number generator like one to a hundred and whatever comes out I draw that and then I number all of my characters yeah. and put you know two of them through the generator and just pick that out and it's like okay you might not end up with like the greatest idea because I'm, like from what I remember there's like some of the prompts are stuff like one leaning on the other but it's like it's still <laughs> it's still an idea you know like that could then yeah. branch into something else um, or you could highlight something that you want to work on and do some studies. That's true. Or if you're me, just draw a skeleton. <laughs> As one does. Um, and our, our last question for this week's podcast is from The Sky on Yahoo Answers. The Sky asks, and I know, I, I know you guys are going to love this one, what was oh, Adolf Hitler's opinion on Marie Antoinette? Oh, <laughs> Who, cares? Who cares what he thought? Who gives a shit? She died in the 1700s. He was, she was dead long before he died. Who gives a fuck? Give, give Bandit her soapbox back. Their soapbox, but yeah. There, shit. We will forever not care what Adolf Hitler thought about anything. Even art. I know he was an artist. You know what? I don't care. Done qualifying. Hey, that's right. Look, we fit it into our into our art centric podcast. I didn't even mean to do that, but I literally do not <laughs> care that he was an artist. People bring that up all the time. And they're like, "Oh, well, he was he was different. He was an artist. He was hurting." No, shut up. No, he was <laughs> disgusting. I don't know who so, no. who you're talking about that's saying that. Usually, if I hear anything about Hitler, it's it's always, "Wow." He was terrible, or somebody saying oh, the exact opposite thing to be edgy uh, and for no other reason. Oh, there's and you so and I go in different that. circles on Twitter. <laughs> I've seen a lot of uh, defending of him on Twitter. Damn. It's like, did you gen- yeah. genuinely I have just it. gotten into people. Twitter and I hate it. I hate it already. It's not from people I follow, but it's like that dumb feature where you can see when people have interacted with a tweet, so you yeah. also have to see it, which yeah. is a super good feature yeah. Twitter. Thank you for showing me that. <laughs> I'm I love so glad I can see all of the nasty art people are liking. Uh, anyways. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm Polywin. Oh, I'm Bonnet. And I'm Beware the 8th of March. And this was The Eyes of the Beholder. Thank you for listening. And good night. <laughs>